All right, party people, I'm back again for another episode. Uh, this is very exciting. Jeff and loves us. I know, I'm back. Uh. I, I didn't leave yet again <laughs> to, to go raise my child. <laughs> I don't know. He's here neglecting his child. I know, I don't know what that means Wait, for him. No, but Jeff, don't, Jeff doesn't. No, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's a loving father. He's not, not only his child. Correct. <laughs> it, it's a little, little production secret. It's the same day as another episode <laughs> we're recording. So I'm just sitting here. But no, no time to touch base. Even though we've been together for the last few hours, yeah. we have to go fast because <laughs> this game is all about going fast. <laughs> I mentioned it during our one-year anniversary festivity where we ranked games. Um, I said that it's probably time for you to play this. You'd already played the first part of this game that has affected me so much in my gaming career. It's time for you to play the better version of that game, and it's Doom Eternal. Okay, let's get it. Yeah, so... We actually now, since we share a Steam library, a joint Steam library, we both own this on PC now. Yes, we do. Instead uh, of me just owning it on PS4. Correct. So you're going to get to experience this game the best way, I, I think, that the is to play. To play it. Right. You play Doom on, on a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's the way you play this thing. Uh, so I haven't actually played Eternal on PC. I played it on Xbox One. It was still fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed my time with Doom 2016 on PS4. So, yeah. yeah. So for me... I always have to include them together, not just because Eternal is a direct sequel to Doom, but just yeah. because Eternal does what Doom 2016 does, just so much better. Yeah, because 2016 is the original reboot, right? Correct. Okay. And now Eternal um, like builds... refinement. Mm -hmm, refines all of that, builds on the the uh, groundwork that the first game gave you. Mm -hmm. um, this was one of, if not the first contemporary shooter that had the grappling hook mechanic that all the other contemporary shooters from like 2020 to like now kind of are doing brought right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think this does it the best because it doesn't shoehorn you into it. It's only um, a part of one of your guns. Okay. So it, it still has that focus on movement, but now you have a different movement option. Um, the story is the story. Demons, hell, you're there to save the day. <laughs> yes. Typical what, shit. What do, we, what do we need? Yeah, exactly. Wait, right. What do we need a story for? We just have to go. We got to go to hell and go kill fast stuff. and murder. Um, this game came out right on the onset of the pandemic. This released on March 20th. So like, I think lockdowns oh, yeah. had kind of either just started and we were just kind of like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. This, this, this was the same time where all the hype around animal crossing was happening at the same time. Because Correct. They were, they're like siblings basically. Right. They were coming out the same day. So you had all that cute fan art of Isabella and the doom guy <laughs> hanging out, just yeah. doing stuff together. Cause the games came out at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, you're right. So this is really early in the pandemic. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it came out for everything. I mean, it came out for PS4 and Xbox one and the switch and windows. And now it's been ported to PS5 and the Xbox series systems. It was even on Google Stadia. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> yeah. yep. Rip. Google and we Stadia. talked about Google Stadia. And the controller, on, uh, how amazing that controller is. Yeah, that, that controller still makes me very happy. Yeah. Find, uh, find one when you can while it's, it's, well, it's still cheap. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened, uh, go back and listen to the last episode where we talked about the Google Stadia controller a little bit. It, it is really cool and it, it makes really nice clicky sounds. So definitely make sure you check that out. Um, man, I love this series so much. <laughs> and I am so excited for you to play this game. I know you said you really enjoyed the, the first one. I think you'll enjoy this one even more. The, like I said, it builds on the groundwork without getting too, um, too big for its bridges. Yeah, basically, not, it doesn't get too much. Basically, right. So it introduces the grappling hook to the super shotgun, and that's it. That's oh, the only. So, so that's just a shotgun specifically. Right. So it's only attached to your super shotgun mm. that gives you this mobility. But to be fair, the super shotgun, much like mouse and keyboard, is your preferred method of playing the game. The super shotgun is basically the the weapon that this whole game is built around. Gotcha, okay. Right? Gotcha, gotcha. And just like in every other Doom, right? Yeah, the super yeah. shotgun the is basically... Your, your baby, your bread and butter. Exactly. And all the other guns kind of serve as um, complements mm -hmm. to your super shotgun. So it makes sense that this is now the gun that gets the grappling hook that allows you to latch into enemies and move around the map in a different way. Mm. You're no longer bound by the boost panels. You're no longer bound by the geometry. You create your own geometry based on the enemies no, around you. No trying to break the game like I was trying to do before then. Basically. Right. Well, no. Now now you have a different way to do to that. To break the game. Yeah. yeah. Because okay. now not only do you have uh, an engage option mm -hmm. to engage enemies, but if you can find, you know, like a straggler zombie in the back of the room and you find yourself yeah, getting yeah, yeah. overwhelmed, you can now escape uh, in a way okay, cool. that you didn't have available to you the first time around. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just this one little thing kind of changes the whole complexion of the game. And 
I, I I think it's better. I think it's much better than mm. the first Doom, which is a very high mountain to climb. Uh, but I, I do think that as far as a sequel is concerned, you know, a lot of the problems with sequels quite often is that they don't really build upon the last game and, and improve it. You find or, or, you know, films or TV shows or anything like that. The sequel is often less, you know, lesser than the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. Very, very often the sequels kind of like if, 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 if it ever becomes like a trilogy, it's always like kind of like the like the the one like, middle. It was, was kind of fine. You know the what I mean? The Devil May Cry yeah, Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all that. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But for me, Toy this Story 2. this is this. Is, oh yeah, Toy Story Two. That's yeah, a good gotcha. one. Okay. Um, this is not like those. No. This is follows up and superb. Okay. Cool. I mentioned it before during the Doom episode again, like over almost like a year ago at this point now, right? Yep. Um, where again, it's one of the things I kind of missed. You know, I, I knew I knew that it was a thing, and I knew that people were excited about it. I just never got around to it. And I, yeah, I, I was wondering how they even actually upgraded this game in the first place. I assumed it was just be more more of the same. But that yeah no absolutely mentioning the grappling hook kind of changing how the game flows and plays okay that's that's cool I want to see how this game interacts um, I mean the thing is unfortunately for me because I came I'm coming to this game a little bit late is I have uh, a little bit of weird baggage now because I, I read up on the whole uh, Mick Gordon and um, yeah. controversy yeah so I'm mean, I'm gonna try my best to not go go uh, you know try to ha- let that bog down my opinions on the game I'm gonna I'm just kind of pl- try to play for what it is and just acknowledge that yeah there's clearly some issues going on within the company and dealing with uh you know treating their their guest employees or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, right exactly. like right no I I know and it is it is frustrating to to have to know that this guy that has been so instrumental no pun intended ah. with with music uh for a lot of great series uh, went through what he went through with them it. I, I, you know, I kind of just separated separate that. the game, yeah, mm-hmm. and separate the drama from just the game, basically. Then, right, okay. and and I just, I don't know, man, I yeah, just I'll enjoyed it best. too much. Yeah, I'll try my best to do so. Um, yeah, because again, I've heard it from you that you really, really enjoyed this game. You just think this game is better than 2016, and like again, 2016 was a fo- solid play. I, lo- yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. So, if that's the case, if this is just a tighter version of 2016, uh, you know, with a slight little innovative twist to it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm ready for this game. Yep. So. We're going to take a short break here. By the time you hear from us again, Lacan will have played Doom Eternal. Maybe I will have even fired it up a little bit just to get reacclimated with it on mouse and keyboard, and we will deliver our thoughts. Stay tuned. In a bit. At Lacan, it's been two weeks, numerous schedule changes, <laughs> and we are finally here, back together online for the first time in a long time so uh what'd you think of doom eternal yo this game is a good game again i'm really mad at myself i'm kicking myself for <laughs> missing for really like holding putting this this and the previous one uh, doom 2016 off for so long um I, I, I know we waited on doom eternal so like i can actually we can like talk about it kind of thing right uh but yeah i was like I, i've kind of been waiting for this one to get tossed at me so i can finally get get my uh you know, sink my teeth into it, but yeah, it was it was a solid game. Um, fantastic start all the, all the way from the beginning to the end. I had a really really good time with this one. Yeah. All right. So what are the what are you know? Give me some highlights here. Give me some 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 preliminary thoughts about you know your time with the game and and all that. Okay. So um, short cinematic right in the beginning, right? You know, kind of give you a little bit of just just enough to give you a little bit of like you know. I mean, we know what we know what Doom's about, right? Um, it's like just enough to give us a little bit of a flavor of the story, what's happening for this game. Um, right. I spent most of my time on this game on PC uh, versus being on PS4 for Doom 2016. Uh, and I did play this as well on the Steam Deck. Uh, game runs oh, re- okay. yeah, game runs really, really good. I mean, I, I kind of knew it was going to a little bit because of uh, Linus Tech Tips, right? Like he, 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 like Doom is one of those games that he like showcases on like a lot of games as like a benchmark game. Uh, and he did it for the Steam Deck as well, and yeah, this runs really, really well. Um, I've also seen people play this on the Switch, right? I think there's there's a Switch version of both of these games. It's a Switch port, yes. Yeah, so they're and I've also heard that one also runs very well. So you know, these guys do a very, very good job of making their games run on basically anything, right? Um, and I've, again, I've got I've got like a decent PC, you know, I've got like a, I've got a 2080 Ti sitting in here, and like I was able to crank my settings all the way to the max uh pinned at 144 fps and even with tr- ray tracing on like straight up pinned to 144 so either it's very very well optimized or they're just you know just <laughs> they're, they're they've done a very very good job at like uh at preparing this computer for every for you know any potato basically that can run this game uh <laughs> little of a little of b i think yeah yeah and again even on the steam deck like you know it looks really really good overall um obviously you know you lose a little bit of uh 
like the uh, higher, you know, the, the little nitpicky stuff, right? Like the, 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 the fidelity and like the, 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 the you know, the, like the little, little minor details. But like, you know, obviously aesthetically, the game's very well designed. So you know exactly what you're looking at. And yeah, it just looks really, really good. Um, I, you know, I did the Steam Deck in handheld mode. I put it onto a little hub and put it onto a monitor. Looks still looks really, really good. Um, but yeah, just really sucked me into the game uh, visually um, on whatever I was playing it on, basically. In terms of control, control scheme, again, I mentioned before, I played it on, I played the previous game on PS4 mostly, right? This one on PC and on the Steam Deck, technically. But like, you know, obviously feels really, really good on mouse and keyboard and on controller. Uh, it took me a little bit to remember how the buttons worked, you know what I mean? Like how they set it up and also how to set up all my mouse buttons with all my... um abilities right because uh there's a couple you know like the the weapons and how to glory kill and all this other stuff right and how to like cycle through weapons and stuff like that i have actually mouse buttons on my on my mouse so like i'm very nit- i'm very like picky about that stuff so it took me a little bit i spent the first like 20 30 minutes like, just setting that up but like once i was like moving I, like you know the, once the game was going that was it like i was just i was literally just like, in a flow state from beginning to end yeah the game does a really really good job of like once you get started, you just keep going and going and going and going, and then you look at the clock and it's been six hours since you started playing. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what I experienced um, for the first, uh, the, not the second session. The second session I was like beat from work, so I couldn't really play a whole lot. I played like two hours in and I started dozing off in my chair, which is funny considering falling asleep to Doom Eternal for all ball games. But right, um, right. but like bass booming soundtrack, yeah, puts you to sleep. Yeah, but like, but you know, when I had the time to properly sit down and just play, so like, I ended up actually having to kind of like not sprint through the game, but like, I only had like, I I was I was supposed to have you know two and a half weeks to play this thing, right? Um, but because of uh my schedule and a bunch of things getting kind of getting moved around, I only had you know a couple of days, and like I was like, I know this game, we talked about this game is not super long, right? But we talked about it a little bit off offline, but it was like I still wanted to like you know look through stuff, right, and like kind of explore and mess with the game a little bit. And so, like, I played this game in, like, four to five-ish hour chunks. And on, like, my third session, I, I played for, like, six, seven hours and didn't even realize it. And I still had to go to work that night. It's super easy to just do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And especially because, um, so I, I played this game on uh, hard uh, for the most part. There was a certain point where I, I was getting, cutting it a little bit close towards the end of uh, my time with this game. Where it was like, okay, uh, if we're going to have to record, you know, on uh, on Sunday... Then I let me I, and I was having a little bit of difficulty doing a couple of the um like the challenge areas like the the secret challenge sections like yeah, yeah. you know the, the little special fights kind of deal um and I was like I'm having trouble here let me just start skipping some of these turn the difficulty down to normal and then just finish the game and then I'll go back for them later on but yeah like again on hard and normal you know the game felt perfectly fine on both uh hard was more just like. I have to be more aware, obviously, of where I'm placing myself and make sure I'm moving behind cover and, you know, kind of actually avoiding damage. That's the biggest thing that I noticed when I was going from hard to normal and normal to hard. And I'm sure that the expert motor top difficulty is just this more more of the same, basically, right? You want to avoid taking damage as much as possible. Uh, but, yeah, you know, the game difficulty was really, really good. Um, again, like, the flow of the game, difficulty of the game, like, you know, for, again, it, it basically the game does a really, really good job of, like, ramping you all the way through towards the end, basically. Um, which I think you, I think I mentioned before in the previous Doom game, where like you know the game starts off you know relatively just like okay yeah you kind of just fighting like lesser demons right, and then eventually like you know some of the mini bosses you fight become like regular enemies for you down down the line. I, I think the game in 2016 as well did a really good job of tuning the difficulty for like a normal playthrough, mm-hmm. and I, I think like like we talked about hard is the preferred way to play this game just like heroic is the preferred way to play halo like that that third difficulty is the is the optimized the optimal way to play the game and so when you you know when you kind of tweak with that it must have been fun to be just like a killing machine on normal right yeah absolutely so i I, you know i i think when you have a game that's as well made as doom and you have it as optimized to kind of to play on that that third difficulty right that hard difficulty um you know it doesn't make it any easier to plow through but it does make the experience more enjoyable i think yeah so while the that hard difficulty was not insanely insanely difficult 
obviously if you're going through like some of the challenge sections right they those are already designed to be a little more difficult because of the longer hordes horde waves of enemies you know the enemies you're fighting in those little arenas um you know more often than not you're kind of dealing with like those like you know uh those like higher level demons basically that you know uh actually have mechanics for you to get rid of them instead of just like kind of just you know bashing your head against them until they explode basically <laughs> walk up shotgun leave yeah exactly um so like uh i forgot the, I, I forgot the name of the demon but it's like uh uh it's like the one that has like like a fl- like robotic floating legs and the top part is covered with like a plasma shield you have to use like the energy weapons to break its shield and then use yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like, yep, yep. like that thing like you know that thing on like on hard is like a you know it's a pain in the ass but like you know you, you can deal with it but if after you but you know putting it at like the fourth or fifth wave of you trying to like survive against a bunch of other stuff you know makes it much more difficult obviously um and especially when your pickups are starting to run up run low you have to kind of you know hopefully you've left like a single or you know another like one or two lesser demons around to get your health back and then go back for them I need one weenie around um, just to kind of get my health back. <laughs> exactly. I did enjoy something that this game did differently. I'm wondering if you're going to bring it up. Uh, uh, continue. Okay. Please. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Uh, next thing when I was at the music, top notch. Yep. Just again, obviously fantastic. Mick Gordon just doesn't miss. Um, again, unfortunately, unfortunate for the uh, situation with between him and um, uh, what's it called? Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah. And unfortunate. That being said, the music in the game, really, really good. Just every time, like, you know, again, uh, I mentioned in 2016, when you kind of found your, when, you know, when you enter a room and you're like, oh, this is an arena, got it. Oh, there's the music, kicks in. And it feels, it feels like, you know, <laughs> you know, like all the two, the Fast and Furious movies where like, you know, they're about a race is about to start. So they, they zoom into the eyes and they grip the wheel a little bit. It's like that for yeah, me. It's like, like, it's go time. Yeah. It's like, okay, here we go. The music's, the music's settling in. I, I just realize I'm in an arena. I've kind of scoped out my area. Let's go. The aesthetic. Clench your mouth a little harder. <laughs> yeah get into your gamer lean out of, out of like lounging in my gamer chair <laughs> just like just lean a little yeah. bit forward uh the aesthetic again just good um i liked that they you spent a little bit more time on earth in this game i like i don't know the percentage of the time spent but like i i liked the part where you kind of came back to earth and like you know basically parkoured around like broken like skyscrapers yeah going through all the offices and stuff like that that was a lot of fun um i don't know if you took the chance to kind of sit and listen to all of the uh the goings on when you're in the offices like all the uh the canned company propaganda that was going on in there oh yeah i heard uh, i heard a lot of it especially company. especially because i was like dodging around a lot um like so that's actually there's, there's one yeah let me, let me just tangent off here real quick so especially because i would jump off and try to like explore areas where i don't think the game didn't want me to i would end up like yeah, you know yeah. jumping dying and then end up spawn right next to that little hologram thing again and i would hear i would hear it start again i'm like, like shut up get away from me so like as i as i, as I jump off a building to try to explore <laughs> somewhere else again die end up back there again anyway but that that's actually like uh, i have a note here about like um uh i'm gonna jump a little bit a little before my notes here uh there were a couple places i could see a way up or a way uh towards the next section but the game wouldn't allow me to go my way like there was one section in uh one of like the weird like uh the weird cell like cell areas where i can like jump over to these like elevator piston looking things right and i can kind of like save my jump do two delayed dashes and kind of get into the same area but the game wouldn't let me do that. I had to like shoot a thing, mm-hmm. do a bar, like a you know, jump on like that parallel bar thing, jump off of it, do the two dashes, and then okay, it does the same thing. But my way was cooler, and I wanted to do it that way. Like there was like an invisible wall. You there. wanted to be the action hero. Yeah, basically. And I was like, you know, again, like in a game with Doom, where uh, also first thing I first thing I picked up in um in this one was the uh like for the in terms of like uh, upgrades was the um you move better in the air that was like the first thing that i got because you know again now that i'm on mouse and keyboard my you know my comfort controls control scheme i was like let me get like the little bit of extra minute control yeah i was basically trying to break the game like let me let me let me go how let me see how far i can go in terms of like my, my, my movement dashing around double jumping everywhere and so and because of that i actually ended up getting a, a good chunk of the secrets i want to say like i've i got like 70 to 80 percent of the stuff on my first playthrough of the game wow Again, like the, the the one the things that I had to kind of pass up on were the 
like secret arenas that, like those are the ones that skip mm-hmm. towards the end of the game the end of the playthrough just for time's sake but like a good amount of the collectibles i've gotten like i'm, I'm missing like <sighs> not many just all, all i know is that it's not many like i, I have a lot of the artworks and i have a lot of the, the the records on my walls in my um in my ship so yeah like i, I did a good amount of like trying to explore and uh abuse movement basically yeah, I I, I, w- I do want to talk a little bit about the ship. So like you have a, a hub world, not a hub world, but maybe like a like a base of operations. I guess you could call it a hub. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, now. I guess. And, and you have a, a whole entire spaceship dedicated to yourself and it has all your achievements. You can play like the original Doom in there. Mm-hmm. There's there's other things that you can go find, too, in your their secrets and stuff that you can find in your ship. I just thought that was it was such a cool little thing that they didn't have to add because it wasn't in the first game, of course, but they did. And it added a bunch of it made it a lot more fun to go out and find like all the collectibles, right? Yeah. You had a little area where you could show them off and you could look at them and you know, they didn't have to do all that, but they did. And I think that's like the level of polish that's kind of ruined other games for me, but the, the level of, of attention to detail and, and knowing, you know, this series has been around for 30 years going to want to sort of immerse yourself into the world a little more and you can do that in this and i thought that was a, a pleasant little addition yeah like having the ship there was also it was also nice that you could also get some upgrades on the ship like you know yeah. so sometimes mm-hmm. again if i happen to miss one or again for for time's sake i would just skip ahead like eh, i can't get that i can grab i can't grab that one right now and then i realized oh i've gotten two batteries though right okay cool i can just get them i can get like a couple at the ship then afterwards and get my points back um mm-hmm. so you know kind of a nice thing a little way to like you know kind of top yourself off as well like in terms of if you've missed something in the first place uh or missed exploring something in the levels oh yeah um yeah, like literally, just because you actually brought up, you brought up before I did. Just, my, just the quote that I have here in my notes. I like the little hub they made for the Doom guy. Just that's that's yeah. all. I, that's all I put. Doom um, guy's house. Yeah, Doom guy home. And then I saw the, the picture with him and the bunny. Also very good. Uh, part of me likes the RPG esque elements, right? Like the uh, the upgrading of your armor and your weapons and stuff like that. But then a part, another part of me is just just like says like, give me all the weapons, free roam, and let me murder everything how I want to. You know what I mean? um i get it like again i appreciate that the game is relatively streamlined though it's like it gives you a weapon lets you gives you a room to play with it and then like okay go go about your business again right basically and gives you a couple enemies and you know that are specifically weak against that type of weapon um Mm. but like that is something that i wanted to touch on so please continue okay yeah and so just again like i I appreciate that they're like they streamlined it at least but like if that's but like again the other part of me is like oh like if you know like when you play certain games that ask you how much how much experience you have with other games of it like this like this kind of thing it's mm-hmm. like if i just said all of it and it's like okay, cool like we're just gonna give you everything you know obviously they can't do that because they have a very curated experience in mind for this game but like if I, just give me everything and let me let me go wreck havoc the entire game that's basically like right. it's, it's like it's like one or the other i get it i get why they're why they're not doing that like the but it's just like you know the little rpgs kind of unlocking and upgrading system it's like eh, just give me all the stuff basically um so no up, i yeah, get it so bring up the point you said you want you want to bring up yeah so the fact that now weapons uh have benefits have like advantages so like yes. you have the guy more characters with like the plasma shields so you need to use the plasma shields more you have the uh the caco demons right that are weak to i just want to make sure i'm referencing like the, the, right. like the rocket launch the rockets from the from the shotgun right so the caco demons now you can shoot the grenades into the caco demon and it blows up or it automatically puts them into a uh, stunned a stun state so you can ease, do the easy mm-hmm. finisher and then the uh for like the, the metal version of the kaku demon looking thing the one that summons the little he- hellraiser little he- hell like the little skulls uh those yeah. are weak against uh launchers so like if you have like the scoped in rifle the scope yeah the scoped in heavy cannon or the uh forgot the name of that thing the, it was like the it's like a gauss cannon but it was like the energy weapon the one that's not the full auto yeah, one no that that is exactly the name of it the gauss cannon yeah so like you know you use those ones against you know certain like uh flying enemies because those are weak against yeah. launchers basically the carcass the big the big guys with the um the big guys with the machine guns on their hands mm-hmm. and then the um the mancubus 
no, the Revenants too. The Revenants, the floaty, the guys with the jetpacks with the, oh, yeah, yeah, the guns too. on the yep. top of their shoulders. Yep. Yeah, they were also weak to the scoped weapons. And I just thought that was so cool that, you know, and, and something that I came across when I was playing Doom 2016, it's like, hey, wait, you're supposed to be weak to this. What's going on here? Mm, Not yeah, realizing yeah, yeah. that that was something that they added to, the, to Eternal, <laughs> where it just gave you another avenue to use these weapons that you normally wouldn't use unless you were out of shotgun ammo. Yeah, because, again, you mentioned it before, but the bread and butter of this game is the shotgun. And uh, you mentioned that the uh, sawed-off had a uh, a grappling hook, and I was very excited about that. Um, So, yeah, that was, like, my fun thing to use for a majority of the game. Like, I was waiting for for it to show up. I finally got it, and I was like, sweet, grappling hook. The only thing that I wish for, the only thing that I could ask for for this game is to let me use it like the Halo or the Titanfall grappling hook so I can use it to get around stuff. Again, I understand right. they don't want to be breaking the movement of this game. They have a very, uh, you know, they have a very tight experience that they wanted for the player base. But man, I, the, just there's so much in me just like I, I was like, I wish I could grappling, grapple onto like a wall or something, to, you know, to save my jumps or uh, or really, really test the limits of my movement. But you know, right, right, right. Um, it was cool. It was, it was, it was fine. It was still very fun to use it to like kind of get to like kind of like bob and weave in and out of fights, right? I, I could like kill something. I used the the speed boost uh, ability or the speed boost uh, stat thing, where like if I do a glory kill, it gives me a, a nice chunk of speed for the next couple mm-hmm. seconds, and then basically I would like go in, weaken a bunch of stuff. And especially like on that again on that harder difficulty where like you know like you have to kind of bob and weave a little bit and kind of make yourself away from certain enemies that do a lot of uh, AOE damage. I would go in, fit it, do a glory kill, jump out, and then I kind of like catch my bearings and then like you know then reset and then kind of jump back in with the uh, with the grappling hook to like really launch myself back into the fray. Um, it was just really really fun to use. This is like it's right. a perfect perfect addition to the game. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask, did you think it was a positive addition to the game? And I, I can tell that it, I, I I think you think it was, and I can't see how anyone could say otherwise because <laughs> it's so fun to just zoom around, especially when you get to, like, the later fights and there's so many enemies on screen and you're just latching onto people, zooming around, shooting them in the face, moving on to something else, hitting boost panels. Then coolest things for me were, like, the boosting, and then latching onto a flying enemy and shooting them in the face and then just like <laughs> falling all the way down to the ground and yeah. then just keep on trucking ahead. I, I mean, like the, the way that the combat in this game plays is 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 really incredible. I think the grappling hook, like, like I, I didn't understand how you could make a game that was more fun to kill shit than Doom 2016, but they did it with Doom Eternal. <laughs> and that's why whenever I talk about the one, I have to talk about the other. Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense because again, you like Doom twenty sixteen is already very a very tight experience to begin with. Um, uh, again, like you said, you said these games changes up the, your 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 opinions on games and how you experience them in the first place. I had a couple, is, I had a couple issues with them. Remember, like I said, I fell through the geometry a little bit sometimes through the game. Yeah. Um, but like you know, but again, like overall, the game was very very tight. This one became became even more so of an experience in terms of like. Hey, we're just gonna give you more toys to fuck around with, and like you know, just because you it, now that we've kind of figured out what what if everyone's down for this type of game, we can give you more. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like they gave us a taste, almost even though like 2016 is already a pretty mm-hmm. polished experience to begin with. Definitely agreed. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh yeah, I mentioned here I played on played on hard difficulty, but at some point through my playthrough, around 70 percent or 80 percent through, I turned to normal just because of time crunch. Oh yeah, here a lot of a lot of time early on was spent uh, figuring out the points to allocate into whatever weapons and character stats and skills. Uh, I mentioned before the the RPG esque elements, right? Um, they're fine, right? Um, but at least towards the end of the game, when you've already kind of unlocked everything, you're like, cool, like it's just more stuff for me to mess around with, right? Uh, earlier on, it was just like, okay, like what things do I need to make this experience really, really good for me, kind of thing. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, and eventually you kind of settle on the, the the upgrades and the powers that you prefer. Yeah. So that being said, I, though, I, like you know, switching on the fly is very quick. Like, um, hmm. I'm I I mapped my grenades and my uh, weapon uh, modification ability to my mouse, uh, one of my mouse buttons, and it's like in the middle of a fight, I can you know grapple, hit something with a shotgun, switch, open up the wheel, switch weapons, realize I'm on the wrong modification like modification for it, switch it real quick, and then like 
start mowing down things with whatever weapon I was switching. I just switched to, you know what I mean? So like that being said, they, like once I've kind of got everything tuned into how I wanted to play the game, especially with like my button and uh, my, uh, my keyboard commands and stuff like that. It's like, okay, cool. Like now, like now, now again, like getting into that flow state type of thing that I was talking about before. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, at certain points there were in again towards like the later parts of the game because there was just a lot of enemies, right? There were just some like quote unquote unfair moments, like getting stuck in a corner because things can body block you. Um, right. So like I would get caught in a corner or something, or I would like I was like slingshot myself somewhere, not realizing I've just launched myself into the horde and I can't jump out and I can't do enough damage to kill everything without hurting myself as well. Well, uh, you know what the easiest way around that is, right? what put yourself in that situation <laughs> yeah but here's the thing i, I like i would like lo- i would kind of want to go fast yeah I, I want to go fast and do everything that's why and then i realized uh oh i fucked up um yep. again I'm, as a, so like the one note i mentioned after that uh here which again i, I mentioned already now is uh i wish the grappling hook worked like the titanfall slash like halo hook where i can like pull myself out if i needed to just in case but again it's fine uh that's again it's just i mean that's on me playing too fast and not like really being aware of my surroundings basically uh stacking of extra lives was cool but there were annoying times where i would go into a challenge zone again like the the secret the secret fight thing the special arenas and if i died multiple times and failed i didn't get those extra lives back so it's like that's on me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like uh should I, should I have taken this zone should i just come back for him later should i have used him for a boss fight and there was one time where i fucked up and like uh, I fucked up during the boss fight, so the next time I loaded checkpoint, I didn't have those lives again. So I had to play the boss fight like properly, like the next time. You know what I mean? Like I had, like I had yeah. to redo it, and not not actually not fuck up basically. So this is the one thing I didn't like about like the live function. I, I thought it was a cool addition, and it kind of played to the the whole arcadey style that they were going for. Yeah. at times. I didn't like how you could use them in the challenge modes. I thought like, no, you get one shot at the challenge, and then you exit. Uh, I didn't like that they, that your lives were at stake in those challenge missions. I, I thought that they should have just stayed in the game proper. Yeah, or like because again, like the the in in game, it's like again, if you die, you don't get those back anyway. So like, I get why they did it. And again, I said before, like on, on the harder difficulty and some of those challenge modes get a little bit, you know, you get a little dicey. Like they they get kind of rough. So it's like, do I do I risk a bunch of the extra lives that I am able to hoard up? for a challenge arena and get you know get the uh the encounter bonus right to to have all the fights done or do i just like say screw it and just save them for like the boss fight that i know i'm going to be phasing towards the end of this level anyway so yeah i know and and oftentimes i kind of felt like the power like one singular power up wasn't worth it yeah risk all those lives versus progressing through the main story yeah so i I get that's again towards the end where i started dodging and just skipping through uh skipping past those like little challenge totems or the uh i I forgot what they're called but you know the the secret arena fights Mm -hmm. um at least the ones that don't that don't teleport you into a different arena you know what i mean like like those ones is like okay like the ones that teleport you is like i will i will not do those if i had to do if i was on crunch time but the ones that kind of like just start spawning enemies near you, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm cool with that. That doesn't take up a whole lot of time for me. It's like, just kill the enemies within 20 seconds or whatever. It's like, okay, yeah, I can do that. That's mm-hmm. fine. That doesn't really add a whole lot of time to my game. Even if I die, it's only 20 seconds, right? Versus like, okay, I'm getting three, four, five waves in. And then I die because I ran out of the little weenies to, re- to refill my health <laughs> or I ran out of ammo. And now I'm like waiting to slowly chipping away at like one of the bigger demons with like, I don't know, like just just the just the heavy cannon, you know what I mean, and just just take forever to get them to be uh, stunned before I can finish her finish them off, and then hopefully during that finish off, like I I I have to decide either do I need more ammo, or do I need the health now at this point too, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like it's like okay for again for time's sake, I skipped a lot of them, uh, but you know during the the ones that spawn that kind of just spawn enemies towards you, those were cool. They they didn't really take up a whole lot of time. Oh, I did a bunch of the weapon challenges to max out the the uh, alternate fires. Like, the, like certain mods uh and again overall i did a bunch of the challenges I, again i skipped towards skipped towards the end just for time but again i want to say i'm somewhere around like 75 to 80 somewhere between like 70 80 percent of the game that i basically did in terms of the collectibles uh weapons i'm like again like 80 to 90 percent done with the weapons because again I got, I got a good amount of the upgrades and like you know the little emblem pieces and all that stuff so yeah 
I um, feel like in this game more than 2016, you need as much of the upgrade stuff as you can possibly get, especially with like the alternate fire weapons, the health and ammo upgrades. I mean, you you need everything you can get in this game. Yeah, and then it's also nice because at least like the game also gave you a couple just to bypass the challenges, right? Uh, gave you a couple of those tokens to bypass the challenge to just max out one of your upgrades mm-hmm. in the first place, which was kind of kind of a nice little touch. Um, because you know some of them are pretty easy, right? Like kill uh, kill like fifteen pinkies with the full full auto shotgun mod, like that's really easy, right? Then right. the other one was like, oh, it's, some other ones are more like time consuming. It's like okay, I have to remember that in the middle of a fight, I have to bring out the uh, scoped heavy cannon to kill to precision kill like a bunch of enemies right so like 75 or something like that it's like you know for the most part i do that on the weenies right because they're like one shot headshot then they're dead so it's like okay but i have to stop in the middle of my fight to go do that <laughs> i did that too i i did that too with the uh with the auto rifle right yeah, oh, like the, the, the heavy cannon, automatic yeah. rifle yeah right? exactly yeah so you know again, like, it's like again, not it's not not difficult. It's just time consuming. So I'm like, I, I'll just save myself the time. Just mm-hmm. let, me, let me skip that one. Now technically, you know, the game the game doesn't lock you out, right? So it's like, okay, I can technically go back to that same save file and finish the game off. So I can you know grab the rest of the collectibles that I missed, uh, unlock everything on the ship. I'm pretty sure I unlocked all the secrets on the ship. The only thing is now is that I, have to, I like I have to like buy all the on ship purchases basically, and then I'm mm-hmm. basically done with the sh- the hub stuff, and then go back for again probably like from like halfway to the end of the game is where i started missing stuff and skipping over stuff because i basically 100 percented everything from like the midway midway point all the way back like from the first her first half of the game i i've got i got every collectible and every secret how did you find oh keep do you still have notes i'm sorry no, no that's basically it for me like, like I, I didn't do a whole lot of notes just because i found myself just kind of enjoying it you know what i mean like um i i, I all the notes that i actually ended up writing were like things that i were very fresh in my mind still even after i finished the game after, a week later and it's just like yeah like just the things that stood out to me were very very much so stood out in terms of like annoyances and good things so i that's basically it again i kind of just had a, a good time playing this game so i didn't really have to think too much about it mm-hmm. uh i i kind of mirrored your sentiment i always kind of that the game played really well and it was kind of perfectly optimized for the hard difficulty uh did you fight the final boss the final boss the 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 big dude big giant dude who shot the eye lasers at you yes yeah yeah that was the only part of the game where i thought it's like all right i know the game's supposed to be hard but come on guys holy shit yeah even on the normal difficulty it was kind of like i i found myself restarting that fight a couple times um yeah no i got i got hard stuck on there on the hard difficulty to the point i i will admit i had to use the praetorian armor oh that oh that's another thing too i made sure i refused to use that thing like i saw it show up and reminded me did you ever did you play um super mario 3d world the golden tanuki suit yes yep. exactly as soon as i saw that it's like hey you want to be a little baby you want a little tanuki suit you can't get to the little platforming section little baby boy you I'm want like, you want super kong to save you dumbass it, yeah it's like, it's like i saw the praetorius like it might as well said hey are you are you bad at this game you little shit you want you want something unfair to help you get past this level? i was like fuck you game i refuse <laughs> and i just suffered and there and the, you're the, scrub and by suffering there was a section where i was literally doing it for like an hour and a half like i refused to switch over to the praetorian armor i was like no way in hell i will get through this fucking challenge fight without it <laughs> the only encounter that i ever used any sort of praetorian armor or change the difficulty or any of that stuff was the final boss fight i felt everything else in the game was perfectly suited i felt like it was just me not executing properly and all that mm. but that final boss fight was just it, it I, I felt like it was a Man, that was a gauntlet. It was hard. Um, I know that once I start playing this game again, I'm going to play this game again on PC. I'm going to try not to use the armor this time, uh, but I, I just felt like I just wanted to see the end of the game, dude. I'm right there. I'm at the final fight. I've been stuck on this boss for like four hours. I just want to see the end of the game. <laughs> and like, again, so that like... was kind of my, uh, my way of going about it. I just wanted to see what your experience was with the final boss because I was like, Man, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, even on normal, again, got, it got a little rough. Um, it still only took me, like, three or four attempts to beat it on normal. So, like, if I'm going to, like, 
kind of judge it by like how difficult the regular uh, when I was playing on hard was. Um, I would say probably closer in the range of like maybe ten to somewhere between ten and fifteen tries probably would be for me to get through that fight. Like that's Jesus. I'm kind of judging myself, you know what I mean, a little bit because like I was I was for the most part I was slamming through the game. There was a, there was just a certain point where I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to finish the game in time. Is why I switched it down just so I can kind of mm-hmm. plow through stuff a little bit faster. Um, and but like oh, but I was mostly just enjoying the game even on hard. I was actually. I, I even actually bumped it up to the the top, the most difficult mode, uh, you know, like through the first half of my playthrough, just because like even when it was still like difficult, it was still like I was like I still kind of wanted a little bit more, you know what I mean? So I, I put it on the top difficulty for a little bit, just mm-hmm. to, just to see how it felt like, and th- and that's that that felt for me like right, basically. Like it, it's weird because like it reminded me it reminded me a little bit of like a um of uh Left 4 Dead Left 4 Dead a little bit. Where do you remember like the normal, the hard, and the expert mode was like the expert mode was like yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of insane, like in like I, like actually really difficult if you were not playing with like a, a good squad. But then like the no, like the hard mode is almost like it's it's too big of a gap kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then everything below hard mode is just baby mode basically. And it's like okay, mm-hmm. well this is no longer a challenge at this point. That's kind of like where I felt for this game. It's like the hard the the hard mode is kind of like yeah, that's like kind of like your normal. Everything below it is kind of like you know itty bitty baby little baby man mode. But then the top mode was like it felt right in most aspects, and then it just felt like everything else was like kind of like, oh, I'm just getting hit too hard now. You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. Um, so like, but again, because I was already playing on hard, it kind of felt relatively similar to the first place. So I think like I wouldn't have had an issue just playing on the hardest or the insane mode the entire time. Right. I think, and like I said, I think this game is really well optimized for its difficulty, where have never until the end of doom eternal so you're talking all of doom 2016 and 99 percent of doom eternal it never once was like this is bullshit <laughs> until i got to that final boss fight yeah um i, I think it did a really good job because you know there, there are points in in every shooter you know we talk about halo all the time you talk about games like splinter cell and even metal gear solid which by the way i have to have a mea culpa i realized this when we when i was going through and listening to some of our old episodes mm-hmm. i forgot to put phantom pain on my favorite games of all time list. Ah, yeah and i say. am absolutely killing myself so get ready to play that <laughs> <laughs> that's one where I'm, I'm we're gonna have to give it to each other and then just not talk about it until like a year later yeah yeah That's just, the time yeah, it's gonna take. yeah just because man it's gonna be trying game. to sit down and play a play an open world game like that is, is it's just gonna take so much more time than the others that yeah. we're giving each other yeah definitely no but we're i i have to be a culpa on that um yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know even even while playing that i was like okay this is fucking bullshit you know more often than playing doom eternal in doom 2016 uh you know i i think that once you get to like the hyper violence modes or like the the really really super difficult crafted challenges that the game puts out for you which by the way like the the arcade mode that the game comes up with and like all these other different challenges Mm -hmm. offer so much replayability not to mention that there's also dlc for this which i hadn't even thought about grabbing yet uh, not not that I not because I didn't want to because yeah. it's bad or anything, but it's like there's so much replayability in the base game by itself that now you're adding DLC, which is probably going to add even more replayability once you clear the DLC. Um, yeah, I mean, for a single player experience, this offers so much and there's multiplayer on top of it, which yeah. I don't think is pretty lively anymore just the fact that it's there is pretty sweet as an option yeah exactly i i am gonna just because of uh again if i had the full two weeks i think i would probably would be in the game the first week and then had more time to just kind of go back and touch upon more stuff in the game like explore the non just main game stuff right but um there was uh there was a section that i really wanted to, wanted to try out which is again to try this try the old you know just you know just mess with the old the old stuff right because like, i remember mm-hmm. 2016 they had that little secret room where you could do the little puzzle game or that was that was that was you know the og doom graphics right and i was like yeah like i, I like i love those little easter egg stuff and like, I, I wish that i you know i had a little more time to mess with it you know before i can talk about it on the podcast but you know you know whatever again life gets in the way 
but I am absolutely gonna go back and play some of that stuff. Uh, there was I, <laughs> there was actually one little thing um, I wanted to uh, bring up because uh, I remember I remember hearing about this, but I never confirmed it. And then I looked up a video, and yeah, it was a real thing. So, do you remember the Doog meme? Doog. Hold on, let me let me look it up first because yeah. So if you look up Doog, D O O G. Uh, so someone clearly within the um, someone clearly working over here uh, working on Doom is a fan of VTubers because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Korone, uh, the the dog the dog girl VTuber from Hololive, uh, okay. she was a very big fan of the BFG in uh, 2016, and she, okay. like, she was like she, she was like she was so excited for it, and she had a good time playing that game. And then when uh, you played uh, Doom Eternal, and you pressed you know like if you press E or whatever, it gives you that like little news menu kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, uh, during like the first, like first iteration of the game, or you know, before all the DLCs and all the other new stuff started coming up, if you press like X on the controller, yeah, left X on like an Xbox controller, right? If you press it three times, it would bring up Doog, like in like just like a picture of like. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the picture was. Uh, yeah, but there was like a there was like a shit of like a, a little screen for Doog with her like her her name basically in in the Doom font basically. <laughs> just like a nice little, gotta be pretty cool, cute little thing. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really, really, I thought that was really funny, and I was like, hoping it was still there. But yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see it. I was like, oh, unfortunate. So it must, must, either they they already removed it or they changed it already for you know other new stuff basically in there. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see the Commander Keenfish secret? I don't think I did. So it's in one of the levels, like right when you start you turn around and hanging off the side is one of the fish it's in the cultist base you turn around and you like look over the side and there is a big funny looking fish staring at you oh wait oh yeah no i miss i miss this one i I heard about this one i just had no idea i had no idea what this one was for so i never i never even like try looking for it yeah i found this one accidentally and I was kind of like my heart skipped a beat. I was like, "Oh God, what the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah, and, like if you, were, sure if you weren't enough, ready for it, it was it was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I, I get you. But then I had to look at it again, and it's like, "Oh, okay, this is the fish from Commander Keen." Okay, <laughs> dope fish. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> nice. And that that is something else that's pretty cool that they like have like all like a lot of homages and, and stuff like that to games from the past. They have the rights to. There's a few more in here. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but. It is nice when games and Street Fighter Six does a really good job of this, throwing back to like older games in the series and from the company. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool because if you've been with them for a long time, you're rewarded for you know being a long time fan with these nice little nods, nice little Easter eggs that won't mean a lot to other players, but you know they mean a lot to the long time fans. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, because I, I remember in. Um... What was it in Doom 2016? I remember finding uh, what was it, like a little campfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, you know, again, just like nice little, nice little references to other stuff there, and that's that's cool. That like you know, again, they're, it's made by a you know a team that's pa- clearly passionate about what they do, and you know they they make good stuff uh, for it. And then again, they just kind of show their history and show their um, little reference to other to other stuff outside of their outside of their wheelhouse basically which is which is great i i really really like those little easter eggs and stuff like that um but yeah you know again just really really solid game i really had a good, a good time with this one uh yeah again i, I want to get i want to get back and finish the game like 100 percent because again the, the game itself not it's a little bit longer than 2016 right because 2016 was like what 11 to 14 hours to finish uh yeah i think this one's closer to 20 20 ish yeah like because again if i did this mostly in like four to five hour sessions except for like one uh, eight hour session where I kind of sat and kind of did uh, again I remember before I was I was kind of slamming my head against some of the challenge sections before I had said okay you know what let me just finish the game kind of thing and I'll come back for them um, but yeah like this, it's, a, it's a little bit longer a little bit more meat you know a little bit more meat on the bones here but like that being said again the first experience was already pretty pretty well defined so this was like basically just a nice little extra level of polish 
and some more extra toys for you to, to fuck around with basically and you know have fun just murdering everything so yeah i mean again a really really solid play kind of again kind of kicking myself in the first place for kind of waiting so long to get around to both of the doom games but you know now we got got my hands on it and enjoyed it both times basically so this would probably be like one of those games where i pop it on just you know if i just want to go ahead and kill stuff you know what i mean kind of just have that like nice little power fantasy uh just enjoy this basically for my for myself yeah for sure it's definitely a game that i can play multiple times as reference to you know like the first one and how i'm going to go play this again here probably today mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm probably going to start playing this over again because it's just so much fun and i'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it i'm glad we don't have a situation where you like the first one the second one wasn't as good i don't think that would have been possible here because i think the second one is just so much more well somehow more well made than the first one mm-hmm. right um, but I'm relieved to hear that you did enjoy it, and uh, I I need a third one. I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, I need a new Doom game. Yeah, I mean, it was there was a four year difference between the between 2016 and this one, so I mean, we might might be another one on the horizon, right? Here's hoping. I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, from what it sounds like, though, Mick will no longer be working with them. I know that is tough, but uh, yeah, I, I hope. Know. Like, I mean, like, because I haven't really heard anything about the. Uh, the current situation with them and i'm assuming things are probably quiet because they're being handled in you know maybe they're trying to handle things outside before going to court i guess uh but again it'd be it'd be nice to see things and even if they don't end obviously they're not gonna end on like fully fully you know amicable terms but at least in a way that like think most at least that allows the, the the player base and the fan base of both the games and Mick Gordon to kind of be like, okay, we can move past this kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'd really hate for that to be a stain on this, on this series. Now here's hoping, but looks like, like you said, every four years. So we're, we're kind of coming up to that. Hopefully we get some announcements soon because I, I really need a new one of these. Uh, these games are so much fun and, and to have a fourth one or a, th- a third one technically in this rebooted line would be, you know, just what I needed yeah absolutely all right anything else no that's really it man again it was like not not super short and sweet but again just like very very tight just a very very solid experience you know very very focused and with mm-hmm. just I just wish i had a little bit more freedom and movement but it's fine again they, they they clearly know what they were doing in terms of what they wanted for the player base so i'm i'm, perfect, yeah. I'm perfectly fine with what what i received here it's a very very good time yeah. And just like the game, our podcast episode tight and optimized as usual. <laughs> exactly. No, no hard tangents here for the for the next two hours. Absolutely, great. So if you enjoyed, please subscribe, like, share with your friends. Answer the questions on Spotify. We're going to put up a few questions on Spotify here just to get some more interaction, have some fun with it, and now stay tuned for for everything else we've got coming down the pipeline. And we'll see you again real soon. Take care. This is why I'm over it. <laughs> this is why I'm just like over dating. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore, man. <laughs> We're ready to give it all up because one, of a this one minor one minor inconvenience, and I was I was like, I'm moving along. I'm over it. <laughs> oh my god.